I'm ready with y'all, I guess. All right, ready? Yep. All right, three, two, whatever. What is good, everybody? It's your boy, Francis Carlotta, on episode 40 of the Up and Under podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 13th, 2022, and we're recording this as some playing games are happening and after the Nets won a playing game yesterday and the Minnesota Timberwolves apparently won the NBA championship. I mean, they celebrated <laughs> like they just saved the world. That's that's what happened. But, you know, whatever, good for them. They have everyone to celebrate. They won. Great, they get to lose to the Grizzlies in like five or six games. Good for them. Oh, but, oh man. Some, look what you just done. You doing. Look what you have just <laughs> That's done. That's my prediction. That's my prediction. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, but with the playoffs officially starting on Saturday, it is time for, I think, our favorite episode of the year. It's definitely my favorite episode of the year. All NBA. And for this, I'm thankfully joined by the lovely, charming, charismatic, and future USC Trojan Connor Byrne. See that? I I, tried, I switched up the kind words for Connor instead of Grant because normally I, I compliment Grant. Yeah, I was preparing I my Connor. I was preparing my vocal cords <laughs> for some booze to be thrown in there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I know was, you I was real like, nervous. I was like, is he gonna say me or is he gonna say Connor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> switch, switch, switch it up this time. Try to keep you all on your feet. Not and not. I'm also not joined... confirmed though on that final part, which. Um, that's true yeah so hopeful you know, i'm excited i'm excited that you know see uh actually see grant this weekend in, in sweet sweet north carolina land of that's lakes true. and trees and uh lakes. doesn't north carolina i feel like north carolina has a lot of lakes that's minnesota yeah there's a, lo- a lot of yeah lake. minnesota definitely would be the land of lakes but yeah minute charlotte is surrounded by by yeah. lakes and lots of mountains and everything everything in north carolina that's that's why i'm here lots to do so yeah, well, and, um, get to see the beauty of the Carolinas. Wow, that I sh- I think we should just bottle up Grant you saying beauty of the Carolinas and send that to some board of like the board of whatever the, tour- the tourism. Yeah, of. exactly. Yeah, just send that to them. <laughs> but speaking of Grant, uh, he's also here today for this podcast, which is fantastic. But at the same time, he's also a man who hurt my feelings one summer around five or six years ago. Uh, do you know why you hurt my feelings one summer nope. around five or six years ago? <laughs> no, okay. but I can imagine you're going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I definitely will tell you. Uh, that reason is, do you remember when you asked me to play in the MUS Summer Basketball League for like for a game? Uh, no. You don't see that that even makes me feel worse. That doesn't help I'm anything sorry. about this. It doesn't story. even register with me. Yeah. It doesn't know. make that makes me feel even worse. So you asked me to play in a in a summer league game. And I was like, oh fantastic. Yeah, of course I'll play. So I played. I had an awful game. I did not play well at all. I was very disappointed in myself. I thought I'd do better. I did not play well. And you know, it is what it is. But then after that, Grant, you never asked me to play with y'all again. Like you never, <laughs> you never, you never texted me. You never said, "Hey, like we have a game coming up. Come play with us." 
nothing. It never happened, and okay. it hurt my feelings. You must have lost your number. I gotta say. To, to be fair, sure. I think I remember we were in desperate need of some players. We had a set team. There's just not enough minutes to go around to keep you. Right. To, another, to add another person to the team. It was a okay. It was a 10-day signing okay. um, with no no real intention of signing you to a full contract. That's that, that that's not a commentary on how you played. That was just, I think, the reality. Yeah, you still get a ring if, the well, team, if his team wins it all at the end. Yeah. Yeah, which we yeah well did, did not I don't think but I just wish that I just wish that were communicated to me earlier on is is all I'm saying and I'm only bringing this up like what five years so I'm not hurt I, I'm not hurt about I this think moment, all you know? that doesn't I think, bother me uh, at least half of these conversations start off with a slight that Francis felt in his basketball career <laughs> from four plus years ago a grudge a grudge that has been building <laughs> for generations yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now you all know what I lose sleep over. It is it is some past basketball wrongs that I've experienced. Uh, but but uh, Francis, yeah. by the time Francis is a minivan later in life, he's gonna be going. Grant, I don't know if I ever told you this, but twelve years ago, <laughs> we were playing pickup. I was open at the three, and you drove to the basket and didn't pass it to me. <laughs> From that day on, you scored. Yeah. You scored and you won the game, but but that was not my point. But I shot two of four for that game. You didn't trust me to take that fish shot. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's that. Y'all know me too well. That's exactly something I'll say. Uh, but all right, let's get into it. All NBA. Uh, I'll let Grant talk about how we're going to do this because you usually talk about how we do this and you explain it better than I do. So, Grant, explain to the people how we are going to choose our All-NBA team. Yeah, so remind me, I believe, what we've done in the past. Oh, my God, let me just take over. I'll do it. Uh, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, doing it we're, doing it guard, we're doing guards, like the order of the of the teams, right? Like guards, so guards first, centers last. So, uh, yeah, so going from th- – we, we okay. pick the third team first. And we so let's let's say Grant goes first. He picks the guard. If Grant's is second, he picks a guard. If I'm third, I pick a forward. Um, and whatever one of us says when it's our turn to go, the rest of us have just to suck it up and stick with it. And that's our All NBA team. So really, the point of this is that it ends with a lot of anger, and we kind of see how it ends up compared <laughs> to what we hoped for in the beginning. It either ends in anger or it ends in the actual all-NBA teams being released and one of us being like, I told you so. I knew what I said was actually going to be correct. And then y'all are like, all right, fine, whatever. So, you know, <laughs> shut up. But, but then we just that's, say, that's, no, the, the entire media is stupid. And I'm yeah, so right. That, yeah, it still ends in anger. Which, yeah, that's exactly which how is partly true when you hear, when you see rumors of, or like some comments the last few days of what some, uh, um, some media members have put in their votes for for certain awards, but... Yeah. Anyway. Sure. Anyway, those media members are not on this podcast, so they don't matter to us. Or should they matter to you as the listener? Because we should be your source for all NBA. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we right, have to wait so, once every three uh, weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. To stay up to date. Hey, we're pretty, this one's. Hey, this is this is pretty soon after we're getting better with yeah. consistency. You know, that's that's good. Uh, yeah. The last episode, I I think, got a decent amount of listens. So you know. We're growing slowly. Oh, how many listens do we have? So who's? Uh, I actually, I I don't. Do you, do you have an access to check? Yeah. I don't know. I, that, I have not checked. So, <laughs> so you're, what I just so you're said, talking out of your butt right now. What, what <laughs> I just said was pure conjecture because I'm basing it off on 
I got a lot of retweets on my post about our podcast on Twitter. Okay. So I'm hoping the people who retweeted me actually listened and favorited it, actually checked it out. That's my hope. Okay. That's okay. I do hope. know. I do know at least one person has listened. So we know that. Wonderful. I, I, yes, I, I know at least. I I know. I know two people who have listened. So that's that's okay. good. That's good. Um, anyway, so for full disclosure, I changed my pick literally five minutes before I joined this Zoom call. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I I'm going Chris Paul as as our as my third team guard. Mm-hmm. First third team guard on all on, on all on the all NBA teams, excuse me. Uh this is not a detriment to Chris Paul for me. It's more so how I have the rest of my team laid out. So now I know some people have them second team, some some people have them third, whatever. This is not a detriment to Chris Paul. This is not saying, oh, he's not any better than this. It's just the way my team's laid out. It's just the way it works because of positions. Uh, just raw stat-wise, 14.7 points per game, 10.8 assists per game, which I think leads the NBA. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that leads Yeah, the he league. does. Right, guys? Yeah. Yes. Per yeah, game yeah. leads so, the league, yeah. le- Right, leads the, leads the league. 4.4 rebounds, 1.9 steals per game. Uh, he has a 58.1 true shooting percentage. He ranks well in advanced metrics. And the thing for me is the Suns have been run away the best team in the NBA record-wise. It's just, it just hasn't been close. And I think they deserve two guys on All-NBA. And the funny thing is, again, if you ask me like six minutes before I joined this call, I didn't have Chris Paul in my third team. But then I just I told myself I can't not have him because – he is a incredibly valuable part to the quote unquote best team in the NBA. So I have to have him on there, but he was a, my last second flip, but he's on there. So third team guard, Chris Paul. Yep. I, I like it. Uh, Chris Paul is a guy, I mean, outside of assists, when you look at his traditional numbers, just don't jump off the page like other all NBA type players do. But anyone who watches a Chris Paul game knows that he's uh, has more control over the game than pretty much anybody in the league does. So, um, yeah, best team in the league, huge orchestrator of that. And, uh, yeah, the Suns are just really, really freaking good. And a lot of it is because of yeah. Chris Paul. So I, I like the pick. Cool. Yeah, I, I had him second team for those reasons that Connor just said. Um, because he, I, think, I think he's the best player on the best team in the league. Uh, yeah. I think he's still... Even though the counting stats aren't what Devin Booker's are, I still think he's the best player. Um, so I, I, I had him second team, but I, I don't hate him third team either because there's a lot of competition for those second and third team. There's just a spots. lot of guards. There's just so yeah. many guards. Yeah. That, that's that's yeah. why I said it at the beginning. It's not a detriment to who he is. It's just the way all NBA works with positions. So yeah, I'm the, glad I'm glad y'all like the. The, pick. the amazing thing is I actually think, and I'm not gonna say who the you know won't mention other guards' names yet because we haven't gotten through our list, but. I actually think this is kind of a weirdly – this is a year where there was opportunities for, for new guards to come in to the All-NBA, yeah. yet there were still too many guards to put on. Like, there were still guys who were going to yeah. feel like they got cheated, even though I still feel like there's actually some guys like Damian Lillard didn't even play this year, you know. And so there's still things of like, well, we're missing guys who are perennial on this thing too. So it really just speaks to how many guards are in the uh, – top guards in the league right now. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, anything else before I, I go ahead with the other guard for a third team? Nope, go ahead. Uh, so the other guard I have for third team is, <laughs> I hope you guys aren't upset by this, but it's John Morant. Oh, God. Um, 
I have Jaws, a third-team guard, and uh, it pretty much just comes down to the fact of how many games he missed, and he's the only guy... Okay, let me finish the statement before uh, before you interject on this. Um, he's the only person on All-NBA team whose team did not get worse when he sat out. Uh, every other team got much worse than what some other All-NBA guys did. Um, this is in part a big thing if the fact that the Grizzlies just are a really good team. Um, but I, I think that for missed games and the fact of how well the teams plays with or without him um, has him as a third-team guy. Whereas other people I have above on my list, I think were more impactful um, and just played more. So, uh, but Jaw's sensational. And of course, obviously, come playoff time, you want Jaw, and Jaw could be the finals MVP this year and all that stuff. But uh, it's a regular season award, and I think other guys did more this regular season. So, I I think I had him third team as well. I think you hit, him, hit it on the head for why he was third team. I think, I mean, he was really good. He was considered first team for much of the season, but just when you think about um, the impacts, like the, his, his on-off numbers, like you said, they're, they were worse with him on the court, which that's not really something to blame. This is a team that's built um, to be like that, which with how deep it is, um, it's always going to be, you're always going to have lesser on-off numbers when you have this deep a team that can beat up on other teams, second teams like that. Um, and then just, but, but that combined with the missed games um, just was, was enough to push him to my 13. But he, I mean, he was, neck and neck with a couple other guys for that second second team guard slot for me mm-hmm. um but um uh, yeah i mean like we said before for chris paul there's uh, just a ton of guards and to go in these spots so someone had to fall to third team and it ended up being job for me too i originally did have him second team and it ended up moving down to third francis you were I'm upset re- you were upset by you were more upset by that than i was so you can, yeah and and yeah. I, i'm trying to properly display how I feel about this because it's not my initial reaction was yes upset I sank in my chair I took my glasses off and (laughs) I was a little confused how he could be 13 but you know really really I love you guys I think you're very smart basketball people I understand the arguments I understand the the game's missed aspect of it I just, for me, I couldn't put him lower than second team just because of how amazing he's been for the whole year. I have him first team, and my reason being... That is, is that is, uh, that's big. So that's, I, the, that's something. The, 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 the missed games, I understand that. I think the margin between Ja, and I, I guess I don't want to mention all these other guys because we haven't gotten to them either, but you know who I'm talking about. All, all of y'all know who I'm talking about. March is between them. I still think Ja had a better season than all of them, except for one guy. Again, I don't want to mention people. But I think he had a better season than all of them except for one guy. And, oh God, I can't. It's hard for me to explain, to give my argument yeah. without well, I, I, mentioning you, names. Probably you can, come, you can come to that part then again later and explain yeah, why. Yeah, I guess I'll just, I'll just, part. I guess I'll, I'll just do it later yeah. after you mention certain people's names. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's the miss well, games thing. I, I fully understand it. And I'm not, you want to have them 13. That's, that's, you know, that's fine. I just think the miss games thing shouldn't hold that much weight to drop him from a potential for me, first team guy to third team. And, 
and I'm maybe I'm being a homer. I probably am being a homer, but you know that that's just yeah. That's how it well, works. I I would say in response, I have I do have multiple guards that I think even on an equal game scale are better than Jaw. Um, for one thing that kicks him off first, but then also just once again, the games thing. And I, I, this is something that you and I have always disagreed on for all NBA. I care a lot more about playing, um, than I think you do. So, uh, I just think that if you miss games, like you just, you're providing zero, you're providing nothing. So why, so if you miss a third of the season, then that has to matter. Um, but yeah, but I mean, but there's going to be things where this, you know, it may not matter as much, but, uh, like for the, like the Fords we're going to get to, is a much weaker thing, so it wouldn't have mattered as much for Jaw if here's that. But with guards, there's a lot of competition. So, I I I get you. I totally get you. I'll say my piece later when we get to those um, players. Let me let me um, comment on this. Uh, first off, on the missed games thing, I think I have a whole essay here written about this because I've been thinking about this, and this <laughs> seemed this seemed this seemed like a relevant episode to bring it up, Good. even though I do think. I do think like missed games should be a factor in this, especially when it comes to neck-to-neck players, guys. You can't really like it should be a tie, a sort of tiebreaker. Um, I think I, I brought up on the pod once a while back um, the fact that I think availability is the best ability is a huge fallacy. It's like, availability is not the best ability. You guys disagree with me on that. I didn't really have a counter. I wasn't prepared for a <laughs> counter. Well, give me um, the counter. I now have the counter, so I'm I'm just gonna pr- prove once and for all that availability is not the best ability. That does not mean availability isn't important. It just means it is nowhere near the best ability. Okay. Um. So the problem is that people think about this wrong and talk about it wrong because you're comparing when you're trying to make this statement. You're comparing an extreme to a non-extreme. So for example, you're saying like, would you rather have two extremes? Player, is what you're saying. Player you're comparing... A. No, no. I'm saying you're you're comparing. Like two extremes to two non-extremes. I'll, I'll explain it. It's, okay. it's that doesn't make that doesn't make sense. But so for example, you're saying would you rather have player A for a lot of games or player B for very few games? So those games played are the extremes that I'm talking about. Okay, so you have a lot of games versus not a lot of games. But then we fill in the players there with like let's say Joel Embiid and Christian Wood, which there's a clear gap between those guys. But it is not on an NBA scale and like an extreme one necessarily. Christian was a good player. Joel Embiid's much better, but it's not like if we're saying Joel Embiid would you rather have Christian Wood for 82 games or Joel Embiid for like 30 games? That's not the gap between skill between Christian Wood and Joel Embiid. That's not the same type of gap, right? Um, so the fair question would be like, would I rather have Joel Embiid for very few games or like a fringe NBA player for a lot of games. That would be a fair comparison. Then we're comparing these extremes and these extremes. So would you rather have Christian Wood for 75 games or Joel Embiid for 10 games? Obviously Christian Wood in that case. Like the more realistic question was would you rather have Christian Wood for 75 games or Joel Embiid get for like 50, 55 games or something? There's a point where that gap in availability overtakes the gap in ability but it's lower than like those numbers, lower than that 75 versus 50 in my mind. Right. If that's not making sense, or if you're still not convinced, let me use Connor's own words to illustrate my point further here. Okay. Let me just throw this argument back in his face. A few weeks <laughs> back, I brought up a proposed trade I had seen somewhere online uh, between the Pelicans and Grizzlies, where Zion would go to the Grizzlies, and Jaron Jackson, Zaire Williams, right. and I think it was I think it was Danthea Melton, the first rounder, would go right. to um, the Pelicans. Right. Um, 
So I and I just I just wanted y'all's opinion on this. Um, now Zion has barely played in his time in the league and has shown no signs that he will be able to remain long term, remain healthy long term. Has not shown those signs. Like shown that he probably is going to have these health issues for his career. Like that that's the that's the evidence we have so far. And yet Connor said the Pelicans should not even consider this. Fine. Like I don't really disagree with you. But here's a player who seems to possess basically the minimum amount of availability, and we won't even consider a package of a very good young player and other good stuff for him. Because what does he possess? A whole lot of ability. So how the hell can we say availability is the best ability? Because well, the, I was, the thing I would point, push back on that is you're, that's a thing about going for potential versus this is something that's actually happened in the past. All BA is looking backwards. And that Zion trade is looking forward, so we don't know that Zion sure, will miss the game. So this, we know for this fact, isn't, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying this this argument. This is kind of a, more of a separate tangent. It doesn't perfectly fit with with all NBA. And I'm not saying it all. No, I appreciate it. Should, should be a factor. I'm just hey. trying to illustrate a point that I couldn't make last time effectively. <laughs> okay. think, thinking about a lot. Um, so, anyways, that being said, the case for Ja, um, I think, is he's the best player. He's clearly the best player. And some of these other guards we're considering are, might not be the best players on their teams. But Jaws is clearly the best player on um, the second best team in the league, right? Um, and then I think you can also bring up the intangible stuff I mentioned on our last our last episode, Francis, that wasn't going to be enough to push him into the ser- MVP conversation seriously, um, but might be enough to edge out someone here for an All-NBA team. The case not for him as connor said is really statistically because he ranked sixth in the metrics of the guards i considered um and was i mean he was just behind fifth place so like basically neck neck and neck with fifth place here um but the the statistical case is not really there especially when you are considering the games the the games missed so um i am again like i I am third team so I, i agree more with connor on this yeah, that's fine. Uh, and so, again, correct me if, if I'm misunderstanding your uh, your argument, Grant, but I, are, are you saying that the availability versus not available, being availability being the best being the best thing, that is an argument based on extremes because, say, you have, again, like you mentioned, Joel Embiid played 10 games, Christian Wood played 82. That just, of course, like that, that's a bad, that's a bad reference. But... Right. If you were then to look at comparing, would you rather have 82 games of Christian Wood or 60 games of Joel Embiid? You'd rather have 60 games of Joel Embiid. Is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Okay, 100%. Right. So, that, okay, so I think that, like the that, fair, the fair, like I said, like the fair comparison then would be if you're talking about like the 82 versus 10, since those are like two extremes there. Um, then you would have to be like a fringe NBA player versus Joel Embiid. Would you rather have a fringe NBA player for 82 games or Joel Embiid for 10? It might still be Joe Embiid at ten if it's if it's like a, a guy who's gonna hurt you basically in those eighty two games, right? Um, but like yeah, right. like you said, like one hundred percent, you would rather have Christian Wood or you'd rather have Joe Embiid for fifty games probably than you would have than Christian Wood for like eighty two. The games. point that I'm getting is for every comparison you can make between players and game and availability, this is always gonna be a threshold where the lower guy might or might not be uh, add more value. Yeah, yeah, it's I, gonna I be just situational. think. That, I think well, when okay, people say, let, that, let me say that blanket statement about availability is the best yeah. ability, I think like this is more what they're saying. Like they're talking about guys who can't play at all, agreed, like, who are, are so unavailable. Agreed, and I and I think the NBA, in terms of, um, I think NBA people, NBA pundits, the media, 
people way more well known than us i think they do take that into account and i think even for say for like scoring title uh you have to be you have to qualify there has to be a certain amount of minutes you've played to qualify for these awards so you can't like i think the nba takes that into account takes availability into account because say if i played like 10 games i averaged 40 points in the nba but then i didn't play another I didn't play a single game for the rest of the season. Of course, I can't win scoring title because I only played ten goddamn games. Where someone else played eighty-two and averaged like thirty. Like, of course, I can't. Like, I think the NBA does take that into account. I think all or most people take into account games played and availability. My thing is, I don't think it should weigh as much as where y'all are weighing it out. That's just my thing. Well, I think I, I also just didn't think Jaw was a top two guard. So, yeah, no, yeah, I, under, yeah. I understand. I, I understand. Yeah, no, I, I'm with three. I'm I didn't think it was top three. Um, uh, sure, uh, I'm yeah, with. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree with you, Francis. That like it should it shouldn't be considered. I think as much as people do. Like for example, I think Devin Booker played 68 games and Jaw played uh, 57, if I remember correctly. He played. Yeah. There right now. Um, like I, that gap isn't like significant enough that I was like, oh, yeah, it's just 100 percent Devin he Booker. Played over 57. Jaw, right? Yeah. 57 versus 68, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, like I said, I'll, I, I, we can talk about this later when we get to the other guards. We've talked about the, we've been on this for a while. Uh, Grant, third team forward, please. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, okay, I think this was probably the one of my easiest selections here. Um, yeah, I'm going to take LeBron James. Um, as my LeBron James. All right, I like it. All right. Um, um, so do you, do you need, is, go ahead and make the case. I'll just make the case. I he was the let me see, the third best forward in my in my ratings here. Um, so obviously I knocked him down a little bit because the Lakers were terrible. That's I think less less his fault than um, I mean if if you want to get into the GM stuff, maybe it's it's a lot a lot of it's his fault. But no, that's uh, a whole different they, 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 discussion. They, they obviously had a lot of. Um, other things going on around him. He was still incredible. He's I mean he's not the LeBron James of the Miami Heat or even Cleveland Cavaliers, but he was still um, incredible this year. Um, was fourth in PER, fifth in box plus minus, sixth in estimated plus minus, estimated plus minus, 14th in Raptor, um, and 22nd in win shares per 48 minutes. So just basically across the board, the all, all, the, all the numbers liked him a lot. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's LeBron James, so... This isn't even like a legacy type pick. Um, he was just still very good, and I think was pretty clearly to me the fifth forward here. I think there was a little gap um, between him and sixth. Yeah, I, I again the whole discussion about is the Lakers' struggles LeBron's fault? That is such a loaded question that I'm tired. Well, okay, that's not tired. I'm not tired of it because I'm about to talk about it now. But it's a loaded question that I've seen played out so many times. Um, if you want to talk about whether him being the GM or a player GM and him being the reason why the Lakers are, well, the Lakers, then that's a different thing compared to LeBron as a basketball player and how he has affected the Lakers in terms of their ability to win games. Uh, I've seen people call him a stat patter. Uh, I've seen people say that he's not he's not put in the same defensive effort as he was in the past, and he's a big reason why the Lakers' defense was so bad throughout the year. I, look, I think 
if you really want to nitpick LeBron's game, go for it. You have every right to do so. But if you're going to nitpick him, you should also credit him for what he's what he's done this year. And what he's done this year is really is still really good. It's still a very very good basketball player. Is he the same LeBron James who can carry a bunch of scrubs to the NBA Finals like he has in the past? No. But is he still a top 10, top 15 player in the NBA? Yeah, absolutely. There's no question about that. Is the, and, that, and, that and that's why him being on an all-NBA team is just not some far-fetched idea, even looking at the Lakers roster. He's still a top 10, top 15 guy in the league, no question. But is he a top five? Is, is he the same LeBron James who was the undisputed best player in the NBA? No, but that's yeah. okay. Like, that's, that's fine. The LeBron James who could carry a team of scrubs to the finals is not like, that's not a top three or top five player. That's like yeah, a that's top a three goat. player of, of, all, of all time. Like, that yeah, is, that's a like, goat. That is, an, that is an outlier. Nobody does that. Yeah. So, like, just because he can't do that does not mean that he shouldn't be, like, a top 15 player in the league right now. Exactly. So, I, I, I'm totally okay with it. Connor, how do you feel? Yeah, I have LeBron, third team. Um, things you don't like in an all-NBA guy. Uh, once again, he missed a bunch of games, uh, <laughs> which is which is unfortunate. I mean, it's, once again, though, like, a sign of this was kind of a weird year for forwards. Um, but when he did it, play, it really he was just uh, – clearly so much higher than anyone else in consideration for a third team forward um so he just he has to be there and uh other thing you don't like to see in an all-nba guy is a team uh that has a 25 and 31 record when he plays but to his credit they're 8 and 18 when he doesn't so uh (laughs) he's he's dragging them to that mediocrity uh rather than being a, a surefire you know a top five pick team so um, yeah, it's just been a really weird year for the Lakers, LeBron, and uh, he's third team. And I wonder how he's going to feel about being third team. If he's going to be like, yeah, that's the right call, or watch him. He's, he's probably going to tweet like washed king like, or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, legacy building at all times. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is, it's be legacy yeah. Um, on the missed games again, uh, just another quick point. Uh, out of, I think, the 29 guys I evaluated, five guys played 70 games. So um, just a grain of salt yeah. this year that, like, that no one no one played a lot of games. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, I I think so far we've had pretty solid picks, even though the jaw thing, that's a debate. We'll get to it later more. But, all right, third team center. I, for me, this one's no, easy. Second forward. Second yeah. forward. Oh, is it oh, second forward? I'm sorry. So far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Then this is... Connor doing second forward. Nope, this is this is you doing second forward. Are we doing snake? Because it's one, no, wait, two, he's... three, one, two, three. You're up. I'm two. Either way, I'm two. Oh, wait, he was two. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Then uh, this drink must be getting to me more so <laughs> than I thought. Um, okay, then second team forward is for me Demar Derozan. Uh, wow. The th- yeah this. Uh, okay. Was that a wow out of surprise? Yeah, I'm kind of, surprise? I am. Yeah, I'm curious. I am surprised actually. I'm curious now who the next forward spot's going to. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, I have I have Demar. Uh, I think for um, two thirds of the NBA season, he was a top five MVP race kind of guy, uh, and I I had him as a top five MVP candidate. He has been 
a phenomenal player, way better than I think a lot of people thought he'd be for the Bulls. He had a higher impact than I think a lot of people thought he'd have on the Bulls as well. But in that latter third, his efficiency has dropped down, his averages have dropped down, and the Bulls have sucked. And that's not hyperbole by any stretch of the imagination. They have sucked. They went from being the, the first in the East to now they're sixth. They have fallen defensive efficiency, offensive efficiency, and not all of that is on DeMar DeRozan, of course. A lot of that has to do with Alonzo Ball getting hurt, Alex Caruso getting hurt, and that affecting their defense in that regard. But DeMar's efficiency has also dropped. So I can't have him not on an all-NBA team because of how good he was for the majority of the season, two-thirds of the year in, in my mind. He was so – he was amazing. But – I have to ding him a little bit for his drop in performance and also just the Bulls' drop in performance as well as DeMar has, has slowly reg- slightly regressed in terms of his, his play. So, But he's still an all-NBA guy. He's had a fantastic year. Uh, I hope the Bulls can surprise some people and make the Bucks series competitive. We'll see. Uh, so DeMar DeRozan, third-team all-NBA. I had him in that spot as well. Um, I think just kind of a similar trajectory to Ja, um, uh, where yeah was an MVP candidate for a big part of the season, and has dropped off like you said. Um, I think more compared to Ja, who's more dropped off because of games missed. Um, Demar's played seventy six games, so it's not been that his like you said his efficiency has dropped down, and the Bulls have been a lot worse than the last third of the season. Um, so really, the one of my hardest decisions was actually him or Jimmy Butler uh, yeah, for same. this last last spot. Uh, Jimmy, but all the advanced all the advanced numbers point to Jimmy Butler easily, yep. like easily. Um, but ultimately, I just decided um, probably those numbers like Jimmy a little too much, especially when shares per forty eight always just absolutely adores Jimmy. Very fond of Jimmy, um, and Demar Derozan just deserve to be rewarded for the season he had um, and, that, and that goes against a lot of what I stand for honestly but um, that's, that's just <laughs> Connor what do you think you you definitely reacted so what do you think yeah it makes I'm curious now what if we have a positional difference coming up or this is another forward that I didn't consider as much as you guys are um, I think I think it's gonna be a positional difference so because I had DeMar as a second team forward in a pretty okay. clear second team forward in my opinion so that's that's why i'm kind of curious to see where this is going ah, um okay and just because uh he you know he averaged 28 5 and 5 his advanced metrics weren't as high as other guys like Graham was touching on so that that hurts him um but this was still the this was still a turnaround season for the bulls and he, yeah. him obviously being with lonzo like being the new pieces to this but um like, I was trying to think – I think I texted this to you guys all earlier, but uh, like Lonzo Ball has never – it's either, like, never been on a winning team before or has never been on a playoff team. But, like, I don't think he's even had a winning record or something. And um, for the Bulls to actually kind of have a turnaround thing that they're uh, not even in the play-in tournament this year shows that they have improved a lot as a team. Um, and, I mean, yeah, he's, he was second in points scored this year in the NBA. So, uh, right. which, you know, is not, not something that I actually always care the most about, like Bradley Beal. Was the leading? You just had score. to talk about points. Yeah. in an episode. But, um, just as a something to throw, as like this is something good for him as a positive. So uh, to give him some credit. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm curious where this is going now. So I'll, I'll go ahead and make my next pick unless we have more. Well, let me let me say so. I okay. 
I had three locks on my third team All NBA, like just locks. Like I'm not dropping them out no matter what happens. Uh, the Jimmy and Demar thing was something I, I definitely looked into, but I still thought Demar was a lock. Uh, so I had Demar, LeBron, and my third team center, which I'm not going to mention because Connor, you're about to do third team center. But they were my locks. Like they were not dropping from my All NBA team no matter what. And I also have locks on my second team that I couldn't drop below second team. I just couldn't do it. Okay. So that's why I have DeMar third, and I think I think it is a positional thing Okay. is, is, is what's going to happen. All right. Um, so my third team – not my – so the third team center now we've got going on here, uh, Rudy Gobert. Uh, for me, yeah. it's come down to him in towns pretty much as being a, a third team center. Um, yeah, although definitely positional. Although player. Towns could be okay. a four, depending on what people are doing. Um, but I just I kind of went with Towns being a center in my thinking. Uh, but I don't hate the idea of putting him as a forward. Um, but anyway, back to Gobert. Uh, once again, just a, a defensive player of the year type candidate. Uh, he leads the league in rebounds. Was at fourteen point seven. He averaged over fifteen points a game. Um, and just like the whole defense is revolves around him and. Uh, let me see. I've got something here too. Um, Gobert, when he does not play this year, they're seven and nine. When they, when he does, they're forty two and twenty four. So just a guy who completely makes or breaks that team. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm gonna guess that Gobert is gonna be all NBA for the next ten years. So yeah, um, <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be third team all NBA. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I had him here too, and it was between for me it was between him and Jared Allen. Um, and Jared Allen's numbers are really good. They are. I, I kind of I wanted to give it to him. Um, Wait, but kind I, of so, I, I, I a quick I, side note of like how tragic it was that Jared Allen did not get to play in that Brooklyn Nets game last night. Yeah, very sad. Anyway, oh, very keep sad. going. Um, yeah, I, I just I just couldn't make it happen um, because they're just very similar players, and Gobert's just all of Gobert's numbers are just better. Like as good as Jared Allen's numbers are, Gobert's numbers are just better. Um, I, I even was like, well, maybe Jared Allen, I can reward him for um, his improved post game, and he'll he, he's created a lot of his own offense um, this year. Nope, Rudy Gobert has actually <laughs> has been been assisted on slightly less of his baskets than Jared Allen this year. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it, it's Rudy Gobert, um, and yeah, this is going to be basically a spot uh, permanently. We should just name this the Rudy Gobert yeah. Award. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm actually, huh? So Connor, you mentioned a name. Uh, that you compared Gobert to that Grant didn't mention, and I'm very excited to get into that name later on. Uh, and I'm not going to go into it now because I'm sure it'll come on later. So, so um, I'm just quickly just going to recap our third team all third team all please, NBA right you. now. Um, we have Chris Paul, John Morant, LeBron James, Demar Derozan, and Rudy Gobert for third team all NBA. And none of us have the five out of five that we originally picked. So going into our no. top two teams no i got a i got four of, i got four of those guys actually on my team but um i have four of them as well i have but I, I'm, three you know, of them I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what wondering what's gonna happen with the guards here but okay um is it my turn now yep correct all right um then ooh, what do i get to do here uh who are y'all gonna pick i know you're gonna pick that guy <laughs> so maybe maybe I'll just pick this guy for fun. Um, I'm gonna go with Trey Young then from all my. Oh second team man! Guard. Oh uh, man! He was he was my second team guard. So I. Oh man! 
I was so close to putting him second team, and I think honestly, if the Hawks had been healthy, they would have won. Like Wait, hold on. You were close games. to putting him second team, but you just put him second. I, I had him third team. I had Chris Paul second team. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, um, okay. So I um, say that if the Hawks were healthy, I think they would have won forty to fifty games, and honestly, he probably would have been a second team guard for me at that point. Um, just the win win difference between them and the Suns was basically all that kept me from putting him second team. Um, if that hints at anything else I had on my team, but um, as far as the numbers, like he was just off the charts yeah. this year. Like forget his defense, forget his defense. He was the third best guard um, from from advanced stats perspective. He averaged, and he had led the league in total points and total assists, which hasn't happened in I, I yeah. don't know how long. But forever. led guards and win shares. Uh, yep, he was. I mean, he was right behind the top two guards, like right behind them, and then a, a pretty good, big gap down to fourth as far as advanced number goes. Um, so he was sixth in PR, uh, let's see, 11th in estimated plus minus, 13th in box plus minus, 16th in Raptor, and 19th in Windshares 48. So all the numbers liked him. Um, and he and I just don't think this, I don't think this year was his fault at all. Um, I think that if there's anyone you're not going to blame for the Hawks being disappointing this year. It's obviously Troy Young, um, but I, I just think the, amount, the the fact that they were disappointing just kind of barely nudged him down to my third team. But um, I'm I'm totally fine with the, having put him on second team here. I I reacted that way because now you're putting me in a horrible position, an absolutely horrible position. <laughs> Good, <laughs> uh, and I hate. I, I can't imagine what you're what you're gonna do. Yeah, because I, I, I think there's a very clear this. answer coming up next. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate this. I I'm I, worried what this means for the for for granted. I know, Francis. So yeah. You're worried. That you're stressing about this next pick. Oh fuck! <laughs> this is terrible. Um, I had Trey third team as well. So that was the outlier of the four that I had that wasn't mentioned. Um. Trey's awesome. I, I think he is a everything we let's let's throw back a little bit. Everything we expected Trey Young to be out of college, he is that and more. He is that and more, and that's awesome because all of us thought Trey Young would be this great three point shooter who had really good playmaking ability, and he's that and more. He is one of the best, one of the one of the best offensive guards in the NBA might be like top three offensive guards in the NBA. Yes, he can't defend, but offensively he is amazing. We we can we compared him to the air we call him the heir apparent of Steph Curry. He basically is. Like he basically is. He is a phenomenal offensive guy. On the defensive side, Connor and Grant, I want to ask you two this question. I'm not gonna answer this because you two are marginally better basketball players than I am. So I'll let you you all answer this question. Do you think in a one-on-one game, do you think you could score on Trey Young? No. Don't be honest. No. no really? You got... really don't think you I... could score on okay. Trey Young? Now I think you've just lost all credibility for what we're doing here tonight. <laughs> no, I'm being dead He's serious. A, uh... No, I, he, okay. uh, I, I think right. literally any NBA guard yeah. has better quickness, yeah, athleticism, but... quicker hands, better yeah. smarts. I, okay. I, all right. there, there's been videos of like Trey okay. Young doing just like uh, – like not not like pickup pickup games, but games for like a, like rec centers that have crowds, but they're more regular people. 
and he's so clearly getting to spots faster than everyone else is on the court that it's just like uh, I'm not unless I'm just chucking it I'm not scoring on him like I'm getting, I'm getting lucky if I just chuck the ball it's my only shot All right. anywhere I'm dribbling he's there first Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I asked that as as mostly a joke in the sense that he's a horrible defender in the in NBA standards. So he is a phenomenal what's, offensive guy and a horrific defender. Just a really what's really what's kind of funny defender. hearing this coming from you. It's kind of like is that uh like I, like Trey Young is obviously the worst defender on the All NBA teams, but him and Ja are very similar player types <laughs> in that they're both fantastic offensively. Jaws more about tacking to the basket, trades more about floaters and threes, but both cr- really good creators for each other teams. And then defensively, both get hidden and hope the other team doesn't switch onto them. Um, so I've actually, I'm, 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 I'm curious, I'm, I'm liking where you're going with this, Francis. So if I well, can differentiate <laughs> him from other... From... Jaws still, Jaws still like a significantly better defender than Trey. And, he and really is. <laughs> more potential to be a, like even better. Potential yeah, he definitely has more potential. He could be... But he could be Still. He could be a par, a par defender, an average defender in like a year, in a year or two. Um, and Trey will never ever be that. Yeah, no, John Moran is still a better defender than Trey Young. It, yeah, John Moran's not he's a still good like defender, the defensive liability but he's guy. Better. I mean, oh, yeah, it's a not fact. nearly as bad as Trey Young. <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, no, I yeah. mean, like defensive box plus minus wise, like John Moran has a John Moran has a is better by one point nine than Trey Young on defensive box plus minus. Better than better by one point one on defensive win share, that's a huge margin. Like he's not a horrific defender. Trey Young is a horrific defender. Jeremy's not a good defender, but he's not he's not horrible. Like that's just a fact. Like that there's no argument against that. He's not horrible. Trey Young is horrible at defending. But either way, uh, either way, uh, yes, Trey Young is Trey. I I I don't mind Trey Young being picked, but that puts me in such a Crap spot. Yeah, Are you all okay? Let's, let's get to your pick because the anticipation yeah. is building here. Um, I, I really don't know what you could be doing. Ah, oh, God me. I don't even know what I'm going to do, honestly, because I'll, I'll tell you who it's between. Uh, it's between Steph and Devin Booker for me. What, the, what is your and What I, is your positions then? Okay. I have Booker as a guard. Yeah, no, I, yeah, Booker obviously. Guard? But, okay, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I have Steph as, I have Steph as a guard. That makes, so, I mean, that makes I sense, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I have Steph and Booker as a guard. I don't know why that's such a confusing thing. I have Stephen Booker as guards, so that's why it's between them two for second team for me. I I just I don't even know what I'm going to choose. I, I think I, I I think in my heart of hearts that Steph Curry is a better player than Devin Booker. So, but that fuck me. I don't. I have no idea. All right, Steph Curry. I'm gonna go with Steph Curry because I think in, in my heart of hearts he's a better player than Devin Booker. Uh. Steph was. Wait, so you're saying Steph is. Wait, what? So that means you don't have. So means Booker's off the team in your mind right now? No, no, no. No, I have Steph Steph and Booker are my two second team guards, but I have to choose between one of them. So, are you saying that one of these guards is not going to make any any team? I mean, Grant, we'll get to it when we get to it, I guess. I mean, I'm so. Yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. Because I can't. Well, because like I can't, I'm not gonna put Chris Paul because he was a 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put Trey Young on there. We'll get to, we'll get to, we'll get to, we'll get to. No idea what's happening. Yeah. No, but hold on, like, don't act like I'm just a total psycho. You put Trey Young, Grant, Chris Paul was already chosen. I was. John Morant is y'all put John Morant on third team. Like I can't, I have to choose between them. Like I'm not insane. I I think 
I think you're just not. He had John Morant first first team. Yeah, I, I had John first seeing, team. I think you're not seeing that one of these guys is going to have to move up to your first team. Is what's happening. Oh, I don't care about that. That's okay. Like I have no like. Well, yes, then, I have John Morant. Be- but now you're picking the better player. The thing you team. Oh, oh, thank you. That's true. Because I'll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Yes. No, I appreciate that because I was. That's. I misunderstood. So I'm, I'm going to okay. have a guard okay. pick. Okay. 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 Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Okay. Uh, then I will then I will then choose Devin Booker. <laughs> I will then choose okay. Devin okay. Booker. Thank you for clarifying that because I had a panic attack. I was freaking. I was genuinely freaking out about who to choose because, God, that I thought I'd have. To, I thought we'd leave off one of them just for good. Okay, Devin Booker, second team guard. Uh, I I just I don't know what else to say. He's he's had a fantastic season. Uh, I think he's not he's taken the leap that a lot of NBA guys have hoped Devin Booker would take. He has actually he's become smarter defensively and uh I, I'm totally poaching this from Kevin Durant. He said this on the JJ Reddick's podcast. Great podcast by the way. Totally poaching this from Kevin Durant. KD said Devin Booker has not just learned how to score, he's learned how to win. And I can't agree with that more after having watching De- after having watched Devin Booker play, looking at his stats and how he's affected the Suns. Yes, he's a bucket. We've known that. But he's he's now learned finally how to win games and how to help the Suns win games. Yes, they were good last year, but he's taken a whole nother leap. I, I, I think he's had a great season. He should be an all and on an all NBA team at worst second team. So Devin Booker, second team guard. I I had him second team as well, and it was I think my hardest decision of all of my always. So you you had a second team I Suns did, yeah. background backcourt yeah uh, backcourt. Um, yeah. I think that was this was my hardest decision um, of all the decisions was between Ja Trey and Devin Booker for second team. Um, and I started out with John second team. I very heavily considered Trey on second team, and just ended up, ended up Devin going going with Devin Booker. Um, the numbers are like he is slightly better than John Morant, and not as good as Trey Young. But again, he's the um, he's he's on the best team, like easily the best team in the league. Um, the argument against him could be, like I said, I still think Chris Paul is the better player. Um, so I think he's like the second best team on the best team in the league, and like there's a lot of other reasons they're a very good team. Um, but uh, yeah, Devin Booker has has a very strong case here. So um, I had second team as well. Um, I I would have been fine probably with I would have been fine with you picking either Booker or Steph here. Um, oh, well, then Steph, you re- I, yeah, then Steph you is the better player. Terrible. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> we're yeah, we, like we no were reason. Just, then we were confused about uh, the. Uh, we other were we game. thought we thought you were keeping one of them off. Oh, okay, the we can do it. No, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I would have been probably fine with either. I, the, uh, the case for Steph is just like Steph is the better player. Yeah. He just is. Let's, um, let's get to that later. The thing for Booker is, uh, or I would, I think he is. Um, uh, for yeah, I guess Booker. I just thought was uh, he's just his team is so good. So um, him being such a catalyst of that. So like, does he get? Does he deserve first team? Because the Suns were a historic team this year. Um, you know, I think it's a legit, legitimate argument to be made there. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, okay, I'm cool, cool with that. Uh, going into the next pick, yeah. yes, please. All right, so uh, we now have the uh, first guard or first forward on our second team. 
Um, this one is, uh, I would say a no-brainer. Yes. It's Kevin Durant. Uh, Kevin Durant, um, just, here's a nutshell of what Kevin Durant means to the Nets. They were 36-19 and 19 when he played this year and 8-19 and 19 when he didn't. Um, so we're talking about a legitimately bad team when he's not out there and a top playoff contender when he is. Um, the easiest basket in the game. Like, I mean, there's just nothing you can do against the guy. It's unbelievable when you watch him. Um, his defense, I've, I've just really been amazed the last, like, five seasons now how much uh, how much he contributes on the defensive defensive end. Maybe he was doing that at OKC as well, and I just didn't pay attention as much. Um, but, uh, like, last night, his defense was almost as valuable as his offense was versus the Cavs. Uh, that's a playing game, so not actually part of the all being voting, but uh, just as an example. And, um, yeah, if you're, I don't know, if you're going to pick any guy in your list of, like, give me one player in one game or something, I don't know, it's Kevin Durant's not not past number three for sure. So, um, yeah, second team, Kevin Durant. Yeah, I have no issue yes. with that. I don't know about you, Grant. I'm, I'm I don't. Here. I don't really have anything to add except yeah. that this is the ultimate. This is the ultimate yeah. fuck the games played played guy on the list. Um, so. Yeah, I, I mean. He... Yeah, the only, the difference with the difference thing with this is the, um, if it just weren't forward competition, like there was guard yeah. competition. So. Yeah. I, I, right. I don't. Uh, yeah, I have nothing else to say. He's he's also. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, let's move on then to the second forward for me. Um, this is where I'm going to take the reins on where this is going to be headed. Hopefully, oh God! Um, I, well, we're I, I think me and you, Francis, are probably going to agree, and Connor's going to have a, a positional difference. Um, so hopefully, we're about to take the yeah. reins of where this is going to be headed as far as positions go. Um, so I'm going to have Jason Tatum as my second team, um, second forward on the second team. Lovely. Um, I agree. I he let me see. Look at my numbers here. He was the. <laughs> he's actually the fifth best forward um, but that includes Jimmy Butler who I did not have any of my teams and LeBron James who again was playing for a really bad team um, the Celtics I mean just the argument here like Jason Tatum has been obviously incredible the argument is just the Celtics have been arguably the best team in the league for um, the past two plus months um, and I maybe maybe are the are the favorites to come out of the East right now are most likely the favorites to come out of the East right now and Jason Tatum is the best player on that team, um, and he's a two-way player. Um, he does everything for them. Wait, are you uh, saying Boston so are the favorites to come out the East? They would be my favorites to come out the East right now. Yes. Without Robert Williams. Well, if if they get th- that's if they get past the Nets, then they'll hopefully have Robert Williams coming coming back. Grant, I know, Grant, I'm really, you're really, uh, I'm vacillating back like on you right now. Just uh, you, you hit me with this slander of the Celtics putting Jason Tatum on second team, and then you give me this. Confidence that the Celtics are coming out of the East, so I don't know how to feel about you teams, right now. Teams can be really Carter's good without being a top five player in the league. So Carter's it was a top five. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. Let's just let's just say he wasn't top three in his position. Right. So. There we go. There you as go. far as as far as the NBA categorizes it, but yeah, right. Yeah, I have no issue with it. I, I have Tatum as my second team forward as well for I'm, I'm assuming the same positional issues that grant that you have as well um tam's been awesome and the celtics are i think they're still they're still a legit contender to come out the east i like i said i worry about the lack of lack of time lord anchoring that defense uh but i still think they have a legitimate chance as good of as as good as any team in the east 
to to make it to the NBA final. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I have no issue with Tatum second team forward. Uh, I think if we if the, if two of us or three of us have similar positions for certain guys, then it's a pretty easy discussion for all NBA. And I think Grant, you and I have similar positions, and based on what Connor said, he does not have similar positions as us. And that's okay. That that's totally fine. But yeah, I have Tatum second team as well. Um, yeah. So obviously, I did not have Tatum second team, and I find this <laughs> to be slanderous on Jason Tatum, the city of St. Louis, the city of Boston, and Irish people all around Saint- the world. Have you and, been to St. Louis, Connor? <laughs> no, my sister lives there. Oh, oh, well, actually, that's okay. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Nice. And you and you haven't visited her. <laughs> wow. It's a point of contention. I've, I've been to <laughs> no, I take it back. No, I take it back. See, <laughs> now that's bad, Connor. Now yeah, that's she's bad. She's been there for a while too. Um, but uh, that's good. Yeah, obviously we're, yeah. we're getting to a positional difference. Yeah, I thought Tatum was incredible this year. There's, I mean, I watched a lot of Celtics games, and on, on, on numerous occasions he went up against other top players in the world. And pretty much said, you are not better than me to those players in those games. And he came out as the best player of that game. So, um, yeah, just both offensively, his playmaking has taken a leap. And defensively, he's really locked in um, and committed on that side. And, um, yeah, the Celtics are just playing in a way that, you know, all five guys have to be engaged. And so to have your star offensive player be engaged on like that on defense, too, is pretty rare. So, um, and yeah. let me let Shout me also say the same sentiment I shared about Devin Booker and how he has taken that leap that a lot of us have expected Devin Booker to take. Now we can say that a hundred and ten thousand percent about Jason Tatum. We all know how we all know how good he is, but we also know we've known in our heart, in our heart of hearts, in our minds that he can be even better. And Jason Tatum this year has become that version. He has become even better than he has been in the past, which is a damn good basketball player. But he's taken that leap to being a superstar, a bona fide top five, if you want to put him there, player in the NBA. Definitely at worst top ten, no question about it. And that's awesome. That's huge for the Celtics, huge for Jason Tatum. Uh, and I think if it weren't for positions in All NBA, I'd have him first team. But it's it's positions. And that's just how it goes. So that's why he's second team. But I, I don't, I don't blame you, Connor, for for. Well, I'll take it back. Uh, we'll see if I blame you for putting him for for putting him first team or not. Uh, but yeah. So I, yeah, I will go second team center. I will go Carl Anthony Towns as my second team center, uh, and I think I have him over Gobert because. If we're trying to award availability, <laughs> uh, I think Carl Anthony Towns playing 74 games this year, the most he's played in a while. Everyone thinks about Cat as this injury-prone guy, and he can never stay on the court for enough games. He can never stay on the court to, to help the Wolves be a successful team. He has, for now, debunked that. He's played a lot of games. He's been very consistent, and he's also just been a damn good basketball player. He, he in terms of just per game averages, twenty four point six points per game, nine point eight rebounds per game. He shot forty one percent from three this year on pretty decent volume, and he had a true shooting percentage of sixty four percent. 
in terms of the advanced stats, yeah, Gobert has better advanced stats than Carl Anthony Towns. But as we say about Jimmy Butler and how advanced stats love Jimmy Butler, the same can obviously, obviously be said about Rudy Gobert. Advanced stats just love Rudy Gobert. But Cat's advanced stats are still good as well. And I, I, I think he's just been a better player than Gobert has. Yes, Gobert's a phenomenal offensive player, or sorry, offensive, defensive player, but offensively, he has his limitations. You can say the same thing about Cat, but I think he's improved a little bit on the defensive side. A big part of that is um, just getting better defensive players around Cat to kind of hide the Patrick Beverly might be a top, one of my favorite center, five players in the NBA. I love that I think, guy. That's yeah. I, that makes sense that you love Patrick <laughs> Beverly. That might be that's one of the most on-brand <laughs> things I've heard you say, other than you saying, "Man, I don't really care when a guy scores 50. That is another on-brand. Patrick Beverly never missed comment. the playoffs. That's yep. You know, here we go. Just more on-brand Connor Connor comments. Uh, but either way, yeah, I've I've cat second team center just slightly ahead of Gobert. I think it's been fantastic. You know, last night's game aside for. The Wolves and the Clippers, where he was, where he was horrendous. But that game aside, it's a regular season award. He has had a great regular season. So, uh, second team center for me, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, I had him second team as well. I think you touched on that. Um, his advanced numbers were not really all that close to Rudy Gobert's, um, but this is where I've evolved. I think in my analysis of players and where I think advanced numbers fail us is in comparing players, even though these are both centers, comparing players that aren't um, exactly the same. Um, whereas with Jared Allen versus Rudy Gobert, I was able to compare you know, apples to apples. These are players who do the exact type, same type of things, and Gobert's numbers are better. Mm. Um, Carl Anthony right. Towns is asked to do a hell of a lot more than Rudy Gobert. What he does, I think, is a lot more important to NBA basketball as far as creation um, and as far as shot creation um, being the number one option on offense. Um, I think it's more important when I, because I'm a person who believes that defense and offense are not 50-50. It's more 60-plus percent of the game is offense uh, because you have that much more control over what you can do offense. I bet you think Wilt uh, is better than Bill Russell. <laughs> I might. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that card. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, yeah Cash just asked to do so much more, um, and I, I think that just that pushes him ahead of Gobert fairly easily in my mind. Yeah. Connor, how do you feel? Cause uh, I know, cause you so mentioned... I had Cat as a guy who almost made third team center, but Gobert beat him slightly. Right. So uh, my reasoning for why Gobert over Cat, I just think one, I mean, the biggest glaring thing is obviously um, Gobert defensively is on such a higher level. And that's not even a, you know, Cat used to get a lot of hate for his defense. This isn't even a hate on Cat's defense. This is just a testament to Gobert's defense. Um, and then. Cat does do more offensively, definitely has to, is told to do more offensively. But Gobert still does so much for that offense, um, just finishing plays, and then as well as the screens he sets. Does, isn't he always like a leader, like points created off screen? Oh, so, um, well, he's, Zach, Zach Lowe would he's, be disgusted with you right now. For yeah, I was, I was just, I was just so about to say I just that. Think, I still think that's not, I Zach, still think he yeah. improves the offense. Like, I don't think he's a guy that's a nothing on offense. Um, I, that's uh, that's 100 not what I'm saying. Like he is an a p- impactful offensive player, but he is also being set up for like 73 yeah. percent of his, of his buckets. And Cat is doing a lot of the creation himself, which that is not a met- That's not like a value or a metric that we are really are capable of um, measuring at this point. So like that's where the yeah. advanced numbers fail yeah. us. Is that creation isn't in, in itself 
an ability and, a, and it's very valuable and, and it's, it's well, something here, that we, we can really track. Here's, here's another thing that's definitely playing into this <laughs> and not fairly. I have not watched that many Jazz games <laughs> or Timberwolves games. I've watched probably two Timberwolves games and probably three or four Jazz games this year. The Jazz games I watched, Gobert was clearly a top two or three player in the game. Uh, and both Timberwolves games I see where Cat was bad, including last night's, which was probably the worst. <laughs> yeah. Probably the worst game I see yeah, a consequential yeah. player uh, have maybe ever. So, yeah, it was um, horrible. So I'm just coming in with also really a biased thing of like, you know, I had to just kind of go yeah. off numbers because and oh, I had to, you know, part of my like uh, I don't know, part of I was a small sample size of watching Cat, and it was so horrific. Um, that it is unfairly weighing against him in this, but uh, still, I can't, yeah. I can't get that no, out of my head. So. <laughs> I feel you, man. Fun fact, though, about the screen assist thing, that Steven Adams is the league leader in screen assist that, by, I think, yeah. by five that, over Rudy Gobert. That is not shocking. So, Rudy Gobert... Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's so, true. I, I uh, actually got but, on this note of... I actually wonder... I mean, the thing is, Steven Adams doesn't play that many minutes, um, but... Where is where would Steven Adams be on all NBA centers because of what you just said? Uh, defensively, he's really good, and also the Grizzlies don't actually have a top offense. They just have the top offensive rebounding team of all time, and Steven Adams being the main reason of that. Um, like where, where I just want to like how like how how bad was this guy? You know, for the Grizzlies this year, like where would he have been in the all NBA center rankings if they kept doing teams after team after team? Um, I mean, he wasn't top three for uh, top four, but he was extremely, extremely valuable. Yeah, like, I, just, yeah, he's extremely valuable. So, and that's that's coming I, from I, me, I who like that. really want, really wants Jaren to be our starting yeah. center of the future. I, I'm like, yeah, may, may, maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but maybe Stephen Adams just needs to keep. Yeah, keep so obviously him. something that doesn't actually need to be answered right now, but just as a thing to give Stephen Adams some love uh, tonight, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I think I think Stephen Adams is the perfect bridge to Jaron Jackson eventually becoming the center of the future. Yeah, is Jaron Jackson ready to do it now? Of course not. Like, absolutely not. But I, I think he's developed and getting closer to being the center of the future for the Grizzlies. And I think Steven Adams being on this roster, definitely helping Jaron Jackson's development, I think that's been very instrumental to uh, Jaron Jackson. And I think instrumental to him now, but also to his future as I agree with Grant. I think I think the goal is for him to be the eventual five of the Memphis Grizzlies in like two years i think that's the goal uh but right now he's not ready for that that's okay because we have stephen adams who's a foot who's been so valuable to this team he's been awesome. and, I, and i've said for like a long time i mean not to keep going on stephen adams for too long but uh, i've said for like a long time like i would love for Stephen Adams to be the perfect backup big so the grizzlies to have long term uh yeah to just take on these bigger assignments uh, but it, I mean, at this rate, like he's just gonna be too good to be a backup big, and we're not gonna be able to afford him. Like I thought we were gonna be able. To, he's making like seventeen million right now. I thought we were gonna be able to drop that down, but at this rate, like he's not gonna be taking much of a pay cut from that. Hey, we'll see, man. He seems to really like Memphis. Memphis loves him, so <laughs> who knows? He might just buy into the culture and take it's a possible. pay cut. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Uh, there's a again total. Let me say, did y'all see the okay. video of Stephen Adams dancing yeah. in, in the tunnel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in the in the tunnel, it was great. That made me so happy to see Stephen Adams do that. Anyway, it's anyway. Um, uh, shout out to Stephen Adams. Um, is it me or I, I Grant? Think it's it is you, yeah. Connor. Yeah. Connor, because I just yeah. I just I just said cat. All right, yeah, um, yeah, I'm sorry. So Go ahead. Uh, first, 
guard for first. Oh, sorry. Let's just do a wrap up again. The second team that we had, uh, which was now I'm trying to remember who was our first guard we named. Um, I know we had Trey Young. Who was the other? Trey Young and Devin. Devin. Oh, yeah, so Trey Young, Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. Um, we had. <laughs> Am I forgetting all of these now? <laughs> all right, second team. Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant, Tatum, Durant, Jason Tatum, and Carl. Okay, all right. So that's our five uh, for second team. Going into first team. Um, I have two people on my first team that I thought like, I mean, in reality, I thought it was more like four people like this or three, at least like, yeah, four people like this. But if you want to do such you like, I don't know, someone could make a possible argument against it. I think there's only two people that like no fan on earth could not, uh, argue for this. Um, and the first guy is Luka Doncic as being a first team guard. I just think that he was a cleared away best guard of the NBA this year. Um, both the I mean, if I can matter what you look at, if your games play, how the team did when he played, what he did when he played, like he, uh, you know, he, he might, he might go on an average of 30, 10, 10 season, um, like coming up pretty soon. And, uh, just his ability to lead this team through, which was kind of a weird season. They had that whole, have it going through the Kristaps thing weird. again for half yeah. of it and being like, Hey, this really just isn't working. Let's switch it up. And uh, trading for Spencer Dinwiddie and Bertans. And um, I think Grant, you were the three of us actually gave, or which was Francis, one of these actually gave that trade more credit than the other two of us when it happened. I did. Francis. Me. And, did. and Francis, you gave a credit more credit than it happened. But even then, it wasn't like, oh man, it was still kind of like a weird thing. Because like Dinwiddie's kind of a weird piece to put around stars. And the fact that like, it, and he's been, he's also, he's also uh, fell off a little yeah. bit from when I gave that grade. He was playing really well. But since then, he's yeah. definitely reverted a little back to what he was earlier. Yeah. In the year. So just the thing of like Luca just being like, it's fine, I'll figure it out. Um, and I don't know. I, I, he's one of the few players in the league that I, anytime I watch him, I cannot believe what it is that he's doing out there. And the passes that he makes are just so incredible. Like the the Jokic passes are really fun because a lot of times he's not looking and stuff. But Luca has the ones where he's driving to the basket and like whipping it across his body with speed. I don't even know how it's possible. That's it's kind of LeBron James type passes. But um yeah, Luca I just thought was a no brainer first team card. I agree. Uh he was the one he was the one guard in my first team that was in bold, meaning it was a yeah. lock. Like it was not dropping from first team it ever. No in no circumstance was it leaving my first team. Uh, I would I I don't know what I do, but I do a lot of things to see, to see Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic on the same team. I do a lot of things. Yeah. I, I would I I would love 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 to see that happen. It'll never happen, but God, oh man, I can I can only dream about that. I'm getting too excited. I'm getting flustered. Grant, go ahead. I'm getting too excited. So, no, uh, Let's spray that man with a water bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I yeah I had Luca first team as well. He rated as the best guard I evaluated. Um, just millimeters behind him was the guy I had second as my second guard, um, who I'm just gonna go ahead and pick, and that's Steph Curry. I didn't really necessarily think he was gonna be like a lock first team or maybe even on the first team at all um, for me coming for, into for this. Steph. But even for Steph, yeah. yes, Steph. Um, yeah. Despite despite the fact that he had a down shooting year a pretty damn down shooting year by yeah. the standards where he shot, yeah, shot 43.7% yeah. from the field, 38% from three. 
um, and was only 40th in the league in true shooting percentage. Like, that's unheard of for Steph. Um, he's still uh, rated as the second-best guard in the league um, and pretty... Uh, Trey Young was just behind him, like I said, and then there's a pretty big gap down to fourth. Um, so, and he's, and he's on, you know, the third-best team in the West, a team that's a true contender. They've missed Draymond for a lot of the year um, and have stayed afloat. Um, he's helped keep them afloat. They obviously had Clay come back trying to work back in. They've just had a lot of um, kind of things moving in and out, and it, it, Steph has just been the constant. And, you know, it, I think the narrative is that he has had a down year um, and the shooting is down, uh, but it just doesn't matter. Clearly it just doesn't matter. He is just one of the best players in the league no matter what, um, especially this obviously is, is a, a sign of, of the gravity he has um, even when he is not shooting as well. Um, it's just the effect he has on the team. So. Yep, Steph is my second team, second first team guard. Yeah, I, I I'm, <laughs> I, I like it. That that's what I was having a mini panic attack about was choosing Steph or Devin Booker because I thought one of them would be gone. Uh, so, yeah, I have no issue, Connor. What do you think? Yeah, agree. Warriors forty-five and nineteen with him, eight and ten without him. Um, yeah, these, yeah, yeah. I got nothing else to say. I agree. Yeah, he's just, he's so good. And I think something I've, I've messaged you all about is Steph, is Steph Curry, when he retires, going to go down as a top 10 player in the history of the NBA? And I've asked a lot of people this question, actually, and I've, I've heard majority of people saying yes. But then as time goes by and people forget that they answered yes, they then say that he's not a top 10 player. And I'm, this is a totally different discussion, but I think for me, he, he's got to be a top 10 player of all time. He just has to be. He, is, he transformed the game of basketball with how he played offense, transformed it more so than any player in the history of the NBA, maybe, but definitely top three in terms of influence and in transforming the game of basketball. Plus, he has the accolades, he has the MVPs, he has the rings. Yes, he doesn't have a finals MVP, which is the, the, the crux that people want to hold on to for denigrating Steph. But that's not fully on, well, uh, I just don't want to say that. Um, that's He's still the best player on the Warriors team, even if he hadn't won those finals MVPs. So... I don't know. I, I think he, he's so damn good. And even in a down year, as you said, Grant, he still is worthy of a first-team guard spot. He's still worthy of it. Even though I had Joff first team over Steph just by, like, a small hair. But I, I have no issue with, with people putting Steph over Joff. No issue with it. Yeah, I mean, top 10 is, like, a high bar. I don't know necessarily whether it would be top 10 or not. I mean, he'd be he's up there for sure. I think, like, if you're going to make an argument against that, I think one of the big factors is that it took him like five years to really establish himself sure. as, like a, as an elite player in the league, which is like, especially coming in as a fairly older player, that's um, more that's a longer time than it typically takes for a top ten all all time player um, to. I get what you're saying. Himself. Yeah. So so he's got kind of a shorter run of being this incredibly elite player than, than they typically have. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Again, that's a totally different conversation but yeah i i don't i don't mind jaw or sorry jaw steph being uh, a first team guard at all no issue okay is it um it's you francis for the first forward uh okay first forward um i mean 
I'll just choose this person as... Well, no, I'll make this interesting. I'm going to choose Giannis just to make this interesting. No, uh, because... I, I, there, there can't be any interest left. Come on, Connor. I know, but I, I, I want to make this interesting for Connor. Uh, I'm going to choose Giannis Antetokounmpo. I, I Is think... it Kumpo or Koopa? I think I heard him say Koopa. Kumpo. With an A sound at the end. Oh, unless, he, unless it was just a weird sound, but I think I heard him say it with an A at the end. Oh. But I don't know. Maybe it was just like a, I heard well, it correctly that one time. Maybe. I, I'm not... If, if if that's what he said, I'm definitely not going to put words in his mouth. I think it's Antetokounmpo, but, you know... Maybe their, their O's... I mean, their O sounds are probably, like, a little different than ours, so it, it, might, it might just be that. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, whatever. He is... I think oddly underrated <laughs> considering uh, how amazing he is as a basketball player um, what he does on the court his just pure raw statistical numbers I'm not even going to name them off for you because I, I mean you either agree with me that he is phenomenal or not because I'm sure you've looked at his stats I'm not even going to name them off but the point is he could have, he could put up like 30 10 and 10 in a season and just be like alright cool that's what we expect out of Giannis Antetokounmpo, and no one's going to really bat an eye. And I think we're at a point with Giannis in terms of his career where we are reaching LeBron levels of expectations for Giannis, where we expect him to be this insanely good basketball player, and anything less than that is like, oh, he sucks. Oh, he's not as good as people think he is. Oh, man, look at this guy. Anything less than absolutely phenomenal is now going to give fuel to Giannis haters across the world because what he is is a bona fide top three player in the NBA at the worst at the absolute worst he is an insanely good basketball player I, there's no way I can keep him off first team positions be damned I can't keep him off first team uh, and I can say that about the other two people who are on my first team as well but I, I want to make this interesting so Giannis is my first team forward yeah uh he's the other person i was like there's just no way anyone on earth could have him not be a first team on ba guy uh no matter how you think about positions now you no matter how you think about people's value and stuff uh so yeah he's he's there so yeah i got nothing to add let's hear connor um so second forward uh, this is funny because this was originally guy who's my third team, but I have Pascal Siakam now moving up because the situational. Shut the hell up! <laughs> Shut up! Um, Shut up! Get out! But I, I, the but I do not like how this has ended up that we have a guy being a forward who's not a forward. Um, just like if you want to make it be five guys, just that's the top five guys of the year. That's the top five guys okay. of the year. Then I'd be fine with it. But this is the way it's set up is a two guard, two forward, one center thing. And obviously the two people we have left are both centers. So Jokic, it'll be the power forward. Um, even though the only way to possibly are like position him is either point guard or center and nothing else. So uh, uh, it's just what's it's what's happened now. And he's he's power forward, but he's my MVP. Um <laughs> an all time great season. Uh you know, obviously I think you guys talked about the MVP. I think last last episodes. I don't really need to say more about him, but uh, obvious first teamer. So, okay, so I have a counter to what you just said. Um, so basically, you said that you think like positionless issues. Do you think it should be positionless? Like, you, would you think that's better? Um, 
I, I don't know. I think it is kind of interesting to look back just because if different eras, if different positions are told to do different things, then like you probably should be able to, you probably should compare someone to their peers and not someone who plays a different position just because of different eras, different, like positions mean something else and like what they had to do. So like you're not going to get, some people are just going to look worse in certain areas than others. So you kind of have to put them against people who are doing the same sort of thing. Um, but like, yeah, I, mean, I, if I don't, but I'm not totally against it, but I, I do think that putting two, and this was, I think they did this, they offered this last year as well um, to put yoga. So it's not even that, but I just think that if you're, if you're, if, if we're going to call you a center all year, we should call you a center on the ballot. Um, so. I, 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 so I get what you're saying about the, like, the historical thing um i also think that's kind of like falling into like this is how we do things um and like not being able to adapt like when it, it when like the point would be like what well, we should have been doing it this way back then doesn't mean we should just because we were yeah doing it but i'm not i'm not even saying just like historical i actually think there is a point of saying that you want to compare guards to guards because they're probably asked to do similar things whereas well sh- yes yeah. So I, I think I think the solution is I mean not like fully positionless I think it I think I probably said this last year too, um, but I think it should be like guard wing big, and you get to choose two of those groups to have two players in each of them. So you could have two guards, two wings, and one big. You could have two guards, one wing, two bigs, or one guard, two wings, two bigs. If that makes sense. Um, but I think like the most most of the people who are upset about putting Jokic and Embiid. Um, just to spoil um, our last pick, it's going to be Embiid. Um, oh, so it wasn't Isaiah Hardenstein? You weren't choosing Isaiah Hardenstein as your first team center? <laughs> DeAndre Jordan? In my in my metrics, actually, he is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I think the issue that most people have is, like you said, like if if we're going to do positionless, okay, let's do positionless, but like these guys are centers, right? But like my argument to that would be, okay, we know that the way we're doing it is probably not going to last. It's not the way we should be doing it. Um, and here's like the NBA's first step towards getting the position list is allowing this multi-position things. So like it's like you're saying, I think the rules are stupid, but we should follow all the rules. Except let's not follow this one that the NBA actually made a rule where we can use these players at either. But I don't. Player. I'm not even saying that I think it is that stupid. So again, I think it's interesting to compare. And if you just want to say like who the top five players in the NBA were that year, you don't look at all NBA. You look at the MVP ballot. Like it, you don't, like Embiid will show there that he was a top five guy. So yeah, okay. But I, I, but I do think it kind of affects people's historical status. I mean, when yeah. we're into that, like when you look when you look back at things and like money. Money. How and many f- incentives. Sure. You get bonuses for all NBA and all that stuff. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. And then how but how many first team all NBAs did this guy make versus I mean, I'm I'm gonna care less about second team all NBAs. You're not gonna look at the context of it. Um that's just you're glancing that historically. So I think that matters. And I like I, I just think most people kind of have that opinion when they're against this is that um the position the positionless thing is probably the better way to do it, but like that's not how it is. Except like here is the NBA offering you a small way to do that. And then we're following the rules by doing this. So that's why I have zero issue with putting Jokic at forward. Um, like I said, I think it should be eventually be guard wing big and choose two of those to have two of those guys. And in, in that format, there would be no argument about this. That This would eliminate also having two bigs um, on there would just eliminate the you know the difference, the forward thing. We like we would never consider Jokic and Embiid wings, um, they, but we would just put both of them. <laughs> 
we put both of them in the big category and like teams are playing with two bigs nowadays so like and they obviously did all, for a, a much of history we played for two with two bigs so it's not crazy to have it's like the people who want it to be actually like a normal team this is not a necessarily crazy thing to have so i think it's probably it would just be unfair to the two two of the top three players in in this year to, to leave one of them on the first team in the nba and when the nba has given a structure in order to make that not unfair make it not unfair i think I'm so fine with following that. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, Grant. I appreciate the argument for sure. Um, I, I know I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with you. I just think it's as it's really as simple for me as the NBA gave us positional designations for Jokic and Embiid. They said, "Hey, if you want to vote them as a forward, go ahead. If you want to put them as a center, go ahead. Why not take advantage of?" Why not take advantage of that when it is clear, clear that Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid are the three best players in the NBA right now? Why not take advantage of that positional flexibility that the NBA has given us and put them as first-team players? Because they are, again, clearly the three best players in the NBA I talked about it in our last episode talking about MVP. People want to put Devin Booker in the conversation, John Moran, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Good for them. They, they're in the conversation. We, we brought them up when we're talking about MVP. But they're not at all at the same levels of Giannis, Nikola Jokic, or Joel Embiid. They're not. They're not at those levels. And they're clearly, and since they are the three best players, let's have them on first team all nba because they deserve to be on first team all nba so for me it was that simple three best players they can be on first team all nba so put them there that that's that's how i feel uh and you know connor you you have them beat as a second team center that's fine but that's how i feel there are three best players in the nba the nba gave us this ability to make that work with them all on the first team so just do it because they are the three the three best players I agree. Any other uh, final notes? Actually, I have, I have a question. If there was a fourth team, who would be your fourth team? Just go through it quick. Oh God, I don't know. I haven't done the. I haven't done notes on Until now. that. Have you, do you have your answer? Yeah. I do. But do, um, do you have any like? If, if you can name one or two guys that you like were your last cuts, like who, who would? I I mean, on my fourth I'd put team, I put the McCall Bridges on fourth team forward. Oh. Would you? Really? Yeah, I think I would. Ooh. Well, Connor loves defense. <laughs> we like, all yeah. know that. Connor but loves play, defense. Like, he's the Iron Man of the NBA, defensive player of the year, top candidate, uh, historically good team. And, yeah, there just weren't that many great forwards this year. So, that would happen 14. Connor's wearing, a, Connor's wearing an Orioles shirt right now. And he just said Iron Man. And the only, thing, and oh. the only athlete you can think of is Cal Ripken when you say Iron Man. So I was like, of course, <laughs> that you would choose who you consider an Iron Man to be <laughs> part of an honorable. I mean, even from the advanced team, but... stats, I think, yeah, Bridges is rated the 15th best player for, based on, like, Raptor this year. As in terms of, like, total value added for the season, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would probably go... Go ahead, Grant, sorry. No, you go ahead. Jinx. Uh, I, will, I would have Jared Allen as my fourth, fourth team center. Um forwards would be Pascal Siakam and Jimmy Butler. 
my two guards would be Darius Garland. Uh, uh, Darius Garland was that's really tight. good. It's, it's, he he would have. Yeah, he first, was first cut from the fourth team for me. Yeah, it, it would. Jim Drew Holiday. Well, I or talked Van Vliet, about Grant. No, see, like I talked about this in the in the last episode where we talked about most improved player. Um, oh, Deontay. Um, it, it's it's close. Yeah, I might have Deontay Murray, uh, and probably. Maybe Garland. I think I'd have Murray and Garland yeah. as my two guards. That is true. I think we probably should make it. <laughs> Let's give uh, Deontay Murray some. I think if Murray got votes for a third team All NBA this year, I wouldn't be that upset considering he's almost average triple double and is an all defense type defender. So, uh, yeah. 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 I think I'd go Murray and Garland as my two guards on that team. What about you, Grant? I would go Jared Allen um, as my center. I'd have Jimmy Butler and Bam as my forwards. Um, oh, I didn't know Bam was eligible for forward. I mean, he plays some forward, right? Like, I mean, I just not, didn't know he. I, I didn't know I, he might. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't, we don't have access necessarily to the to the uh, all the yeah. designations, but Jeez. Um, we don't get that I, ballot from like whatever law firm that sends it to all these like yeah uh, NBA analysts or whatever. Yeah. Um, so Jimmy Butler and Bam, um, which hurts to have no Heat players on any of the three teams, um, but yeah. Having so having two of them on my fourth team makes up for that. Um, <laughs> is that guards, why we did this segment? Is an apology. <laughs> uh, guards, uh, Donovan Mitchell, and uh, oh yeah, Mitchell. Drew Holiday. Yeah, about Donovan I, Mitchell. I, I did. I did. I did have Drew Holiday. He was briefly when I forgot a player. Um, Drew Holiday was briefly on my third team because oh my god, his numbers were so good this year. Yeah, um, he's shooting a ridiculous actually, percent from three. Shooting ridiculous. He. I, so I was comparing. There was a point where I was comparing Donovan Mitchell and Drew Holiday. I was like, okay, Drew Holiday's numbers, advanced numbers are better, but like Donovan Mitchell creates so many more shots. It is that is not the case. Drew Holiday this year yeah. is Drew Holiday. Let me let me see. If I have it still written down. No, I think I deleted it. Um, Drew Holiday is like has been assisted on only like nineteen percent of his yeah. two two pointers and forty two percent of his threes. Donovan Mitchell is at like seventeen percent of his two pointers and forty eight percent of his threes. And like Drew Holiday, normally the past three years has been 30% of his two-pointers or more have been assisted. Um, so, like, this year he's just created way more of his looks and his numbers are, like, his efficiency's up while he's doing that. Um, so draw And he incredible. played in the freaking Olympics after winning NBA title and he hasn't really lost yeah. a step. He has not lost a step. He had some injury issues during the season. I think he had COVID as well or some... Or maybe I'm misremembering. But either way, I think he missed some games. But otherwise, he's just yeah. been... So good that, throughout the whole season. That NBA Finals to Olympic run is still one of the most impressive things I've ever seen an athlete do of any sport. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah so Drew, Drew Holiday. I mean, didn't I don't think I even realized coming into this how good he'd been. But yeah, he just he he begs to be mentioned um, with with the numbers he put up this year. Uh, anything else on All NBA? Those are Connor. Do you want to name our teams off just for? Four posterities. Yeah, time will go from first to third. Um, first team, we had Luka Doncic, Stephen Curry, uh, Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. Second team, we had uh, Trey Young. Um, I was oh Devin Booker. Uh, we had Kevin Durant. Uh, the other forward Your was boy. Jason Tatum. Tatum. Right, because the position difference. Uh, and then we had Carnival Towns. Third team. We had Chris Paul, John Morant, um, LeBron James, 
I forget who the fourth forward is now, or the second forward. Demar. Uh, Demar Derozan, that's right, and then uh, Gobert. So those are our fifteen guys yep. for the year. Fifteen guys for all NBA. Yeah. And I think. Yeah. Go ahead, Grant. I would just say we we agreed on a lot more um, this yeah. year. I think. Yeah. Like I I had I got four of third team, four of second team, and all of first team. I think that just uh, I I think it shows that the. The depth this year was a little weaker with a lot of guys being being knocked out with injuries. Even though we were considering a lot of guys, I think some of the guys we were kind of um, grasping at straws. Yeah. They weren't full. There was a lot of you know competition between the teams, um, but like on actually who was going to make the team, I I think like I knew we were going to be similar, and I know like probably 14, 13 or fourteen of the guys that we we named are actually going to be all NBA guys. Um, you know, it just depends on what team they're going to land on. Yeah, mine was. Mine yeah, was the I, most divergent I, I from what ended up happening, but that was more because we had differences in positions. Um, yeah, which I think I I can't remember if last year um, if if Jokic and Embiid made first team. I know I know how I had them first. No, I think they were they were different year. teams. I'm pretty sure. I think this year they probably will end up being. This that this is the hard thing though is, do you trust voters to coordinate well enough? That's what's going to happen because if let's say whoever they decide is going to get a forward vote. If you get a forward vote for first team, um, you're st- you're just going up against other forwards. Like it doesn't matter how many votes you get combined forward and center. So if if people split Embiid or Jokic between forward and center, they just won't make a first team. Yeah. So that's sure. what kills it. Uh, and do you like? I just don't. After watching the dunk contest, when, that Aaron Gordon's not <laughs> dunk contest, I don't trust voters <laughs> to coordinate very well. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Though, Francis, you, you can go ahead and really wrap up now. Yeah. No, oh, we'll we gotta see. do uh, I, I we gotta think... do bets. So, uh, for upcoming games. Oh sure. Um, so we'll do we'll do one we'll do game one for every series. How about that? Okay. Or for five series. Well, five. Yeah, yeah for five. <laughs> um, so uh, we have. Uh, well, we'll first do the play. If we'll do the play in actually two of the play ins first. Um, uh, sure. one of them because I don't know what's going to happen with this first one alright first play in though we have Hawks versus Cavs um, the Cavs are the home team here um, do you, one of you guys want to go first in this one you want me to go first I'm going, Haw- I'm going Hawks because I think Jared Allen still doesn't play uh, so I'm going Hawks I, they did say a lot that he was they, they were very hopeful that he would be back very um, hopeful but we'll see in this game um, but I think think I'm going to agree with you, Hawks. I'm gonna go Cavs because I would be so I'm gonna be so bummed out if the Cavs don't make the playoffs this year after I, the effort agree, they man. gave us all that. season. Yeah. So Yeah, I, I feel that um go Cavs, you know, just for, for the heart of it. Um Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, April sixteenth. I'm actually gonna skip the Mavericks game just because I don't think Luke is playing and I don't want to do a game on a Luke. No, he's game. not. He's hundred percent. Yeah. 1,000% not. Um, so we're going to do uh, Raptors, 76ers. 76ers are the home team. Um, I'm going to go 76ers in this one. Yeah, I'll say James Harden is going to save his bombs for later in the playoffs. Um, so we'll go with a first, a, a, an inconsequential first-round game, uh, first game of the first round. I think he'll probably play well in the 76ers win. Yeah, I guess this isn't as fun. I'll just go. Se- I'm going 76. Okay, how about this? We'll do well. Game Three at Raptor 76ers instead. Cause I think that'll still be before um, we record next. Game Three 
after 76ers. It's in Toronto. Well, no, we're going to no, no, we're going to record next Tuesday. Oh, uh, okay. So, That's what we need it. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyway. Uh. I'll go different. I don't mind. I'll go different. I don't so care. You'll go Raptors. I'll go different. I'll pick the Raptors. Right. Yeah, I'll pick Raptors. Um. We have Nuggets Warriors Saturday, April sixteenth. I'll go Nuggets. Um, Ooh. Yeah, man. You wanna go first, Francis? I'll let you. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll. I will go. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I'll go Warriors. Yeah. Okay, I'll go Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, just I think Jokic will have, Jokic will have some rest, yeah. and I don't know if Steph is gonna be back in time. Um, that's why I'm going Nuggets. Uh. Whew. All right, Nets, Celtics. Nets at Celtics. I'm obviously going Celtics here. Okay, I'm going to go Nets. I will go... Yeah, and you know what? I'm I'm. I'm not going to sh- tell you who I'm picking for this series yet because that'll be for another episode. Um, I, I just really think the loss of Robert Williams hurts the Celtics. So I, I'm going to go Nets. All right, and final game, Timberwolves at Grizzlies. Memphis. Grizzlies, baby. All right. Memphis Grizzlies. To, I'm not picking it. To make it interesting, I'll go with Timberwolves. And let's see, i got to make a rationale. My rationale is that the Timberwolves <laughs> you don't have to are, off, you don't are have off a to high, are off an absolute high, and they're, <laughs> and they're happy, and they've got energy, and then the Grizzlies are going to have that classic game where a team doesn't have – have had their players play in like 12 days and they're just gonna be like oh wait right yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. and uh the classic yeah. game one lost by favorite and then they yeah they and then the, yeah the gentleman's been sweet um, and cat cat yeah. got his cat got his worst basketball he could possibly <laughs> play, so. yeah if, Christ, if yeah. by the yeah if we're doing like the law of averages cat's about to go off for 60 and 30 so yeah, exactly. right. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh all right cool that's our bets and that's our all nba so yeah, as Connor said, that's it right there. Um, I this is I love doing this with y'all. Love talking all NBA with you guys. It's my favorite episode, and I think Grant hit the hit the uh, nail on the head. Was is it the, the nail on the head? Yeah. I keep I keep thinking head on the nail. That's just not the same. Uh, hit the nail on the head. That if it weren't for positional changes, I think we would have had basically the same all NBA team, and even with the positional issues. Uh, we had very similar teams. They're, it's pretty clear-cut who should make the three All-NBA teams with maybe two or three uh, dif- differences. But I, I, I really think that our team, our teams will be similar to, the, similar to uh, the, the official All-NBA ones. Yeah. But, yeah, this was fantastic. Connor, Grant, always happy to see you all. Uh, this old-fashioned was delicious, and I... I think this was a great episode. So until next time, which we will record on uh, next Tuesday with a special guest who I guess we'll just announce when the episode is recorded. Go ahead, Connor. You know what we should we should plan for is an NBA finals meetup. We're all three in the same place. We record an episode mm-hmm. in person, but then also just have like a weekend to go have fun. Together, I love that. Which would be the main point. That's a fantastic fantastic idea. Yeah. Uh so on that so. awesome notes. Until next time. Peace. Hot tops with my blue face. 
ice pops. I'ma make a shoelace, necklace. Yeah, we whipping pop so Lexus. And I'm skipping school days, mic drops. Eyes on summer like Cyclops. Yeah, we falling off the sidewalk. Mama, what's your heart?